Hey guys, it's your boy Vinny B from Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news, all TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right, TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. What's going on, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Thursday. We are, well, it's already been announced. The Raiders schedule is finally out, and without further ado, we can announce it. They open up on the road in Los Angeles against the Chargers. They come home uh, a week later, September 18th, against the Cardinals. A week later, they're at the Tennessee Titans. Then they're home October 2nd against the Denver Broncos, followed by a Monday night football game against the Kansas City Chiefs, October 10th. Then comes the bye week. Then they host the Houston Texans, week 7 on October 23rd. Then they're off to New Orleans, Halloween weekend, week 9, October 30th, at the Saints, followed by a trip to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. So that's a tough little stretch right there uh, in terms of the travel. Um, back-to-back games against the Saints and then the Jaguars. Then they are home week 10, November 13th, against the Indianapolis Colts. Then it's off to Denver to play the Broncos, November 20th, week 11. Week 12, they're at the Seattle Seahawks, and that is on November 27th. Then they're back home to play the Chargers again, week 13th. That's a December 4th game. Then, on Thursday night of that same week, they're at the Rams at SoFi Stadium. And then, finally, week 18, or week 15, December night, December 18th, against the New England Patriots at SoFi Stadium. That's a Sunday night football game. Then they go to Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve. That's a Saturday against the Steelers. January 1st. Allegiant Stadium, the San Francisco 49ers. And then they close out the season at home against the Kansas City Chiefs January 7th or 8th. Don't know just yet. The NFL will uh, make that announcement uh, closer to that game against the Kansas City Chiefs. There it is. They also play the Vikings in the preseason. This is the preseason schedule. Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars in Cleveland. Uh, They play the uh, Minnesota Vikings. They're at the Miami Dolphins. I have a feeling there might be some joint practices going on uh, in that uh, Miami Dolphin game, but we'll see. Uh, And then they also play the New England Patriots in the preseason. Preseason game three here in Las Vegas. So there you have it. Uh, Do we have Q? Q Myers, uh, the host of um, Unnecessary Roughness, which precedes our show. Uh, Q, you've gotten a chance to take a look at the uh, schedule. What do you think, my friend? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we all knew it was going to be a tough schedule for the Raiders this year. We knew that there's a lot of tough opponents on the schedule. Uh, we knew that, uh, you know, it, it, they were going to have a, a, a gauntlet of games, and they do. And, I mean, it's just it, – I, I like it, but I like every schedule. You know, I mean, I just it, it just is what it is. Uh, the one thing I always look at first when I look at the schedule is where's the bye week at, and, and the bye week coming in week six I think is a good spot. And to see that right before the bye week they have the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City I think is a big deal, and that's a primetime game as well. So pretty excited about about the way that the schedule's shaking out for the Raiders. You know, um, the fact that they open up against the Chargers in Los Angeles, we all understand that that's going to be a heavy lean toward Raider Nation without question. So uh, theoretically, as Jermaine Illuminar uh, rightly pointed out, uh, because a week later it's the Cardinals here at Allegiant Stadium, kind of feels like two home games to start the season. However, and I've been um, kind of warning our, our listeners, neither one of those teams are teams to take lightly. I mean, the Chargers obviously almost beat the Raiders twice last year, came a play or two away from that happening. And Kyler Murray and the Cardinals they're historically a very good team early in the season. It's the second half of the season that's been giving them some issues. So right off the bat, those are two pretty good teams that we can see both of those teams in the playoffs, uh, uh, Q. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, really, if you look at the first five games, they're all very tough games. You know, they're all games that the Raiders could look at themselves if they don't handle their business immediately and be like, hey, man, what happened? <laughs> what happened to the season? But, no, you're right. Going back to the Chargers and Cardinals, of course, the Chargers division rival, that's always going to be a dogfight, and we know how much the Chargers have improved their team, as the Raiders have as well. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals, you know, Kyler Murray, uh, they have Marquise Hollywood-Brown. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins for that game, so that's a big deal. But, I mean, they, they go back to their college roots. Remember Kyler Murray and, and Hollywood-Brown, they played with each other in Oklahoma, and Cliff Kingsbury knows how to use those guys. Cliff Kingsbury was at Texas Tech when they were at Oklahoma, so he's gonna he has that offense wide open for those guys like they did in college, and uh, I think that's a big deal. But I also think it's a big deal that they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. So does that assure that the Raiders are gonna win? No, you got to be on your A game and got to handle your business, and it'll be nice to be at home uh, with that game, the season opener. I'm sure the fans will be lathered up and ready to go for that one. But uh, yeah, you can't take any of those games lightly, man. Not at all. Well, um, and in addition to that, Q, when you really look at the first five games of this season, uh, the more I look at it, the more of a gauntlet it looks like, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, Because after the Cardinals, then it's all the way over to to, to Tennessee. The Titans, that's a tough place to go play. And the Tennessee Titans are a good team, a playoff team. The Denver Broncos, people are talking about them a week later at home at Allegiant Stadium as a potential playoff team. And then the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night. That's the first five games of the year. The, Car- the the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Titans, the Broncos, the Chiefs. That's a pretty strong, formidable start to the season. It is, and I love it because you're going to kind of get an idea, especially by the end of that week five game. By the time we're in the bye week in week six or we're doing our radio shows, we'll have a good idea of what we think this Raiders team is going to be in 2022. Remember, they, they at that point would have played every single team in the AFC West in a division that's going to be very, very tough this year. So uh, I think that it can go one of two ways. You know, it can go great for the Raiders, and they can get out to a hot start and get a nice little jump, a kickstart into the uh, AFC West. And, uh, you know, take it, try to make a run at that division title because I do think every team in this division has a chance to win the title this year. I don't think it's as top-heavy as it used to be with Kansas City. But then at the same time, it could turn out bad where they all of a sudden drop a few games and you're looking up in the AFC West saying, oh, damn, what happened? You know, so uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a hell of a, a, a five-week stretch. And like I said, going into that six-week, that bye week, man, it's going to be very interesting to see what the temperature and the conversation is like. 
Q, uh, then that bye week comes, like you mentioned, um, and it'll have been earned, trust me, by the time it comes yeah. around. Um, and this is where schedules kind of get funny because we've been all victims of this in the past. Oh, here comes the easy part of the schedule, and then that turns out to be the hard part of the schedule, or for whatever yeah, reason, right. the tricky part of the schedule. But on paper, on paper, you know, uh, there's there's a they kind of ease their way back in. Let's put it that way. The Houston Texans, not quite sure what that quarterback situation is going to look like. The Saints, um, I'm not sold uh, on Jameis Winston, um, and he can got you know he can run hot and cold. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's still a work, major work in progress, followed by the yeah. Colts. Um, and we don't know what Matt Ryan still has left, uh, you know, in, in the tank. Not somebody that you could take lightly, but at the same time, um, you know, when you're looking at those four teams in that block, uh, that looks like a, a chance for the Raiders to really do some damage, maybe. It, it does, but at the same time, they've got to come out of that bye week and they've got to be clicking on all cylinders. You know, Houston is a game that you should win. Davis Mills is the quarterback, and Davis Mills, they like in Houston a lot, but that doesn't mean he should go into Allegiant Stadium and win that game. But, I mean, again, we know that they play the games for a reason. At New Orleans, Dennis Allen, former Raider head coach, he's now the head coach there in New Orleans. As you mentioned, Jameis Winston, what we know about him is he can throw for a lot of touchdown passes, right? We know that for a matter of fact. So that's, uh, you know, that's, that's something just to pay attention to. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that shakes out. Jacksonville, uh, you said it's a work in progress, and it is, but they have a really good quarterback, and now Doug Peterson, at least, you know, he's a, he's a, a, a head coach that you know has got some skins on the wall with the Super Bowl, so maybe he can help Trevor Lawrence get to where they need to go. They spent a lot of money in the offseason. Zay Jones, former Raider, got paid. Christian Kirk, former Cardinal, got paid. Uh, a lot of offensive linemen got paid. I mean, they did a lot of things there in Jacksonville to try to improve that team. Do I think that they're going to be, uh, you know, the, uh, a playoff team? No, but I think that they're going to be much improved. And then Indianapolis, the return of Unique Ngakwe to, right. to, uh, to Allegiant Stadium, you know, that's something that he's got circled. And I know that the Colts have it circled. I liked him as a player. I still like him. I don't care if he's not a Raider or not. I think he's a hell of a player. I like the edge that he's going to be playing with and the intensity he's going to have going into that game. So, yeah, man, this is this is still it's not, it's not an easy schedule by any stretch of the imagination. We're talking to the great Q Myers, uh, who hosts Unnecessary Roughness and does uh, so many great things um, here uh, at uh, Raider Nation Radio. All right, uh, the next four-game block, um, you're looking at the Denver Broncos on the road, Seattle on the road. You know, uh, not, not a bad uh, pairing considering it's it's on this side of the uh, of the country, so the travel's minimized uh, in, in that regard. Um, don't know what again what the quarterback situation is going to be uh, in Seattle or what it's going to look like at that time of year. It might have fluctuated a couple of times before then. So anybody's guess mm-hmm. who's going to line up uh, behind center there? Then the Chargers back home, um, you know, here in Allegiant Stadium, followed by the Thursday, the dreaded Thursday game, and oh by the way, right. another trip to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Followed by, and the Raiders will catch a little bit of a break that they'll get some extra time uh, to to prepare for the New England Patriots. Um, I, that's a it's a tricky part of the schedule right there, especially that that Sunday Thursday situation with the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many days, and there's a bunch of games being played. Yeah, you know I mean, like, right. It's, just, it's the reality of it. You know, you mentioned it. Denver and Seattle both on the road back to back. At least they don't have to travel too far. Uh, then you got the Chargers. You know, again, it's so funny because you have three. Uh, division games in the first five weeks, and then you don't have another division game until week 11. So you get them all the way, then you, you go through some other games, the AFC and NFC games, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're right back at it. You know, you got your uh, you got your division games with Denver. Uh, obviously, Seattle used to be in the division back in the day. That's a little rivalry game. It's right. a little bit of fun. Right. Uh, the Chargers, 
the Rams, you know, those are back-to-back uh, L.A. teams, one at home, one down the street, almost at home. Uh, and then the Patriots, and you know the storyline, Vinny. I mean, you know, you'll be writing uh, on the RJ about uh, Belichick versus McDaniels, and that's going to be the whole storyline is, you know, Raiders, Patriots, Patriots this. I mean, it's going to be it's it's going to be an exhausting week just because it's going to be so intriguing. So uh, I do like the fact that the Rams game and the Patriots are back-to-back uh, primetime games. You know, the 5:15 kickoff for the Rams, and then 5:20 for the Patriots. The Patriots are Sunday night football, and the Rams is that Thursday night game. So uh, it should be it, again. It's going to be fun, man. I'm, I'm interested to see these teams. We could tell you how good they are on paper, but these games aren't played on paper. So we'll we'll see as the season rolls along. But man, it's it's not an easy schedule <laughs> no. at all. We know that. The Raiders got a lot of work to do. Uh, before we let you get out of here, um, last three games of the season, a short week after the Sunday night game, uh, heading out to Pittsburgh, yeah. no easy chart. Again, who's going to be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers? We don't know right now. Right. Uh, that'll be a Saturday game on Christmas Eve uh, day, afternoon. Um, and then, oh, that's a 5 p.m. game, so uh, a 2 o'clock game. No, 5 p.m. game here. So that's a night game um, uh, in, yeah. in Pittsburgh. Uh, then they're back home uh, against the San Francisco 49ers on New Year's Day. Another tricky quarterback situation. Q, you have a, a gut feeling on that. Why don't you tell everyone what you, what you think might actually happen with the 49ers this year with that? You know, I think that that game is going to end up being a, a flex to a Sunday night game. I really do. I know it's scheduled for 105, but uh, they have an opportunity to move that to a night game. Uh, that Chiefs game, uh, Week 18, could be a night game. I just think that uh, there's going to be a lot riding on the on the on, on the line on that game, and I think that you know it's the old battle of the Bay, man. You know, I think that they'll be able to have so much hype into it that the NFL will say, "Yeah, let's go on and and give it a flex." Uh, you know, what I mean, like that old school song, "Flex." They're going to pull that flex and. Put that game at night. That'd be a lot of fun to have uh, at Allegiant Stadium night game on New Year's Day. Now I'll say this: they could have the schedulers could have done everyone a favor and done it on New Year's Eve, but they didn't. They did it on New Year's Day. So the difference is, and some people are going to come right from the party straight to the game. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> so uh, there's going to be some people, including media members, that may be walking around looking a little starry-eyed and dazed, but it'll be fun. Well, and in Las <laughs> Vegas, there's a blurry line between. Partying and not part the, the party just continues in Las Vegas. So exactly. uh, you know how that exactly. rolls. But you also think that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo might be the quarterback in San Francisco, which I'm not ruling out either at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really do. You know, I don't think that Trey Lance. I don't think that San Francisco is a, a firm believer in Trey Lance right now. And who knows by week 17, maybe they are. But look, Jimmy G's got him to the playoffs. You know, I'm not saying he's a a world beater. I'm not saying he's the next greatest thing. But he's got him to the playoffs. He hasn't hurt them enough to the point where they miss the playoffs. You right. know, they've had, obviously, help. They have a really good run game. Their defense has been st- stepping up in a major way. But, man, look, Kyle Shanahan knows what he has in Jimmy G. Is it flashy? No, not at all. But if that dude's healthy, I would not be shocked at all if Jimmy G is the quarterback come January 1st. Very interesting. And then, finally, uh, I guess you can't ask for the season to end um, in, in a better way um, or in a more opportunistic way, perhaps, too. Uh, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Uh, we don't know the exact Man. date. Right now it's either January 7th or 8th. It's somewhere there. And much like last year, Q, against the Chargers yeah. to end the season, who knows what's going to be on the line, especially in this crazy, crazy division. Um, so what a way to uh, to end the season, the regular season with the bang. I know the Raiders have aspirations to go much further than just January 7th or January 8th. Uh. 
Well, how cool would this be, Vinny, if the, that game, week 18, determines who's going to win the division? Right. You know what I mean? Like, we saw what happened last year when the game determined who was going to make it to the playoffs and how intense that was. And, I mean, that game seemed like it never was going to end. And, I mean, people were emotional on both sides. Well, actually, three sides. It was uh, Charger fans emotional, Raider fans emotional, and Steeler fans emotional because they had something, they had some skin in the game as well. So, uh, I like the way that the schedules have been putting out the schedule the last couple seasons where the games matter late in the season. It's not one of those where, well, you can just go ahead and rest your game. It doesn't matter. This game's, you know, irrelevant. I love the fact that there's games that matter in Week 18. And this one, I'm hoping, and I know a lot of Raider fans, rather the Raiders just go ahead and, and blow out the rest of the division and not have to worry about it and sweat it on Week 18. But I'll tell you, as a fan of drama, I would love to see – a lot riding on this game, Week 18 with the Chiefs. I don't care if it's the division. I don't care if it's the playoff first. Whatever the case may be, let there be a lot of drama Week 18, and you got a you got a fan in me. He's the best. That's Q Myers. Uh, by the way, right after our show uh, ends today, please stay tuned uh, because Q um, uh, is going to have a uh, recap of the schedule, uh, a special schedule show uh, with, Ed, with with Eddie Pascal over at uh, uh, Raiders.com. So yep. check that out right after our show uh, ends. We'll keep you uh, updated uh, on, on when that show is actually going to start, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, Q, thanks so much for joining us in the huddle, and uh, thanks for all the insight, brother. Hey, no problem. Keep doing what you do. Bobby, keep it up, man. You're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Later. Q, that, that was Q Myers, by the way. Uh, and you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor brought to you by Embajador Tequila. No one gets you closer to the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. What is good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. On a Thursday, we now know what the Raiders' schedule looks like, and it is a gauntlet to say the least. I still think, I don't care uh, who they play, when they play, any of that stuff. I think the Raiders are a better team than they were last year. Uh, I've got them projected to win at least 10 games this year, Uh, but they're going to have to go out and earn it. That's the way it rolls uh, here in the NFL without question, but I think the Raiders are a better team than they were last year with Devontae Adams, now paired up with Darren Waller, uh, with Chandler Jones, now paired up with Max Crosby. We'll see what else they do uh, on the back end. There might be a move here uh, that they make uh, to to add some reinforcement uh, over at, at cornerback with James Bradbury. We will see. Uh, but we're talking about the schedule. It starts off with a bang. I mean, there's just no question about it. Uh, when you look at at the Chargers in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, that will be a Raider-centric crowd. I don't think there's any question about that. Nevertheless, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are no joke, so the Raiders are going to have to come with it, come correct right off the bat. And then a week later, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals uh, come to come to Las Vegas to play in the season opener here or the, or the home opener here in Las Vegas. Uh, again, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, they play well early in the season. It's been the back end of the seasons that have, that have uh, bit them uh, on the knees. So another game that the Raiders are playing a team that a lot of people look at and say, you know what? Especially with Russell Wilson um, no longer in Seattle, don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be in San Francisco. Who's that second best team 
in the NFC West, and it very well could be the Cardinals. Heck, they were the best team in the AFC or the NFC West for a good period of last year. It wasn't until toward the end of the year that the Rams chased them down because the Cardinals faltered. But early season Cardinals can be a problem, and they are the week two opponent for the Raiders here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. And then, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what, to Tennessee, not a easy trip to make, not an easy team to play. The Titans, week three, followed by the Denver Broncos at home at Allegiant Stadium, and then a Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the first five games of the season, and it's a pretty wicked uh, start to the season without question. The Raiders are going to have to be prepared. They're going to have to be ready to roll, um, and they're going to get tested early and often. And if they can weather the storm there, I'm not going to say they're going to go 5-0. That's pretty ambitious. Um, but, you know, every coach that I've ever talked to tries to break seasons up in quarters. Uh, so that's a quarter and one game that they're going to be playing uh, in that first opening sort of month of the season. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a challenge without question. The bye week, I think, considering what they played previously, right ahead of it, I think the bye comes at a pretty good time. I think the bye comes at a pretty darn good time uh, after week five. And then Houston Texans here in week seven. At the New Orleans Saints Halloween weekend, uh, that's going to be quite the show in New Orleans. Who's the quarterback going to be, though? You sold on Jameis Winston? He's a guy that I think the Raiders, if he is the quarterback, uh, have a chance to uh, get after and force into some mistakes. And as Jameis Winston has shown in the past, uh, as good as he can be certain days, and I've seen him just light defenses up, there's other days where he's just terrible, throwing picks left and right. So uh, if that's the Jameis Winston and that shows up the day before Halloween in New Orleans, then the Raiders have an opportunity to go to New Orleans and win a game. Then the Raiders are at the Jacksonville Jaguars a week later. Wouldn't surprise me at all if the Raiders actually stayed back east uh, after that Saints game uh, and and just stayed on the on, on that part of the uh, country in order to not have to go back and forth and back and forth. Um, those are that's when you really get taxed a little bit. Uh, so the Jacksonville Jaguars, week nine, November sixth. Then it's back home against the Colts. Then it's at the Denver Broncos, at the Seattle Seahawks, home against the Chargers. Short week on a Thursday. Uh, That's the Amazon Prime game. The Raiders were playing uh, the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium. It's going to be a Raider crowd, no doubt about it, but they're talking about the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, That'll be a great matchup for the Raiders, and I'm not ruling out them going into Los Angeles and beating the Rams flat out. Then... A little bit of uh, some extra days off because they're playing on Thursday. You get through that. Here come the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. And we all know the storylines going on there. Yeah, so do the NFL. It's a Sunday night uh, uh, game. They close it out Christmas Eve against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. So maybe some redemption uh, on the part of the Raiders there. Then you've got the San Francisco 49ers. First New Year's Day here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, followed by a home game against the Kansas City Chiefs to close out the regular season, perhaps the pathway for the Raiders to the playoffs. We're going to go out to the uh, Realty One Group listener line because Mitch is in New Jersey. How you doing, Mitch? Hey, Vinny. How's it going? Thanks for taking the call. Good, man. You know, Zimmy, the AFC and NFC West, 
those are the best divisions. Even though maybe Seattle um, might be a little down, that's the only uh, advantage. But those, it's going to be a tough year. Look at this. Uh, look at the schedule. Wherever games, I hate when they have to take away the game from you know out of Vegas with these uh, in London. But we are lucky to see, I guess. One, I want to ask you about uh, what's with the trade. I'd rather have uh, Nick Mullins than the trade they made with uh, New England today. Uh, the backup quarterbacks did him. I don't think he's. Uh, I mean, they already drafted two quarterbacks after him. So how much how good can he be? I'd rather have Mullins, in my opinion. I think he's got more experience, too. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, that's going to get all sorted out. So uh, whoever anyone prefers going into that, um, it's going to Nick Mullins is going to have a chance, uh, and Jared Stidham is going to have a chance to win the uh, the role behind uh, Derek Carr. I think they keep all three quarterbacks. So one way or another, they're going to have some experience behind uh, Derek Carr, not just uh, the primary backup, but the backup to the backup as well. So however that sorts out, and sometimes that could be a weekly basis type of a thing. Uh, on who's the guy who's up that day. And so to sit here and say who you prefer, um, I don't think we've seen, you know, I, I, I've been impressed at times when I've seen uh, Stidham play. So uh, going into year three now or four in this same system, remember, he played for uh, Josh McDaniels, and Josh McDaniels uh, knows him um, uh, as well as anybody. I think he has a, a an outstanding chance to win that job, to win that role. But I, I'm not ruling out Nick Mullins either. I think the Raiders have created some nice competition uh, behind Derek Carr, and I think that's going to bring out the best in everybody. You're in the huddle with Vinny Monsieur, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur, Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Thursday. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now, back to your host, Vinny Bonsignor. We just got a couple of minutes here uh, in the huddle because we're going to give way uh, to uh, Q Myers. Um, and he is hosting a Raiders schedule show. It's coming up right after the show, right around 545-ish, I guess. We're, we're out of here about 540, so uh, just a couple of minutes here. But keep it right here uh, on AM 920, uh, Raider Nation Radio, uh, for, for uh, Q Meyer and Eddie Pascal from Raiders.com. They are going to go through the entirety of the schedule, break it down uh, in, in a way that only they can, obviously. Uh, so uh, so uh, just it's going to be a seamless transition from in the huddle uh, to the schedule show. Uh, so just, just hang in there because it's coming right up. Uh, but, um, you know, just a, uh, it's, it's a great day. I love, uh, schedule day when you finally can just look at it and map it out, uh, and put it together. And, um, I'll say this looking at the schedule, uh, in its final, um, you know, uh, state, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging schedule for the Raiders, but here's the thing. And I've been preaching this and preaching this and preaching this unlike years past, where I believe uh, the Raiders, which, you know, every team's a work in progress, but some are at the beginning of that work in progress. Some are closing into a finished product. Not everyone's a complete product ever. You're always trying to improve. But some some teams are further along in the process. Let's put it that way. And a few years ago, when I first kind of came aboard uh, with the Raiders, no doubt they were a work in progress. And they've slowly but surely kind of chipped away at it and made improvements and gotten better uh, and, and, and all of those things. 
And here's what I'll say now about the schedule. As opposed to a few years ago, when the Raiders looked at teams, uh, many teams on their schedule, hate to say it, but it's the truth, and said, man, there's just a talent gap here. Uh, there's a talent edge over on the other side of the football. Uh, the Raiders were going to have to play their best, maybe even over their heads a little bit. The other team was going to have to stumble a little bit, not play their best. Uh, honestly, straight out, for the Raiders to really have a legitimate chance to win the game. That's just where it was from a talent standpoint. But I look at this Raiders roster now, and I look at who they're playing, and there's nobody on the schedule that just jumps out at all and that in a way that says or suggests Wow, that team just has so much more talent than the Raiders. I think the Raiders, as opposed to years past, can go into every single game, look their opponent in the eye from a talent perspective, feeling pretty good about things. And at that point, as we've talked about before, it's going to come down to what football games normally come down to. Now, this is assuming uh, that you know everyone's healthy and stays healthy uh, or that you're, you're not dealing with a massive amount of injuries. Um, injuries are always going to be prevalent and a part of the deal, and you have to manage it on a week-to-week basis. Um, but with even with the depth that they've created, and if there is an injury or two, I feel like the Raiders are in a good position to look their opponents in the eye, eye-to-eye, from a talent perspective. And then it's just going to come down to what football games always come down to, execution, staying away from turnovers, playing crisp football, taking care of business in the red zone, avoiding silly mistakes, all of those things. And I look at that schedule, if the Raiders can do those things, they're going to win a lot of football games this year, straight out. Thanks to Q Myers uh, for joining us uh, to shed some light on the schedule. I want to say thanks to Spencer Haywood. We're going to have him back on. You can uh, rest assured about that. Um, But stay with us because there's a Raiders schedule show coming up with Q Myers uh, and Andy Pascal over at uh, Raiders.com. They'll take it from here. Thank you so much. We're back at it tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. in the huddle live from the Treasure Island Hotel at the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Hey, guys. It's your boy, Vinny B. from Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news. All TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right. TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas.